spokesperson. Motley Rice attorney Graham Maiden is responsible for this ad. Motley Rice LLC is headquartered at 28 Bridgeside Boulevard, Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, 29464. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, uh, jumping right back into it here. Freedom Friday, George Blackard. So the small town cafe, George. So yeah, you're like, well, the ditch I gotta, I gotta, I gotta mow is about eight miles away. I'm just gonna mow every ditch along the way. And that tractor like, was so slow, Aaron. I might as well been mowing. That's that was what started off. I was like, man, this thing is so slow. I could be mowing all the ditches, and I was like, why not? So I do, and I mow the right side ditch all the way down. I mow my property or his property. Mow the left side ditch coming back. And uh, in the cafe the next morning, these do- these farmers are like, it's the damnedest thing. Somebody moved my road ditch. And another guy goes, yeah, me too. And another one, mine too. That's the craziest thing. And my boss doesn't say anything. He just looks at me. And I was like, ah, I'm busted. Yeah. <laughs> he knew it was me. Yeah. yeah That's so. great, though. Now, then everybody probably expected somebody to do it. They're like, how come that guy didn't mow my ditch this I week? I don't know, but I you didn't know. mow it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably burned up too much gas because you had the blades dropped uh, Oh, man, I don't know. But I I just thought, man, this is a neighborly thing to do. But, yeah, my boss didn't think that was a great deal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fun. Now, unless those other people – now, that would have been good advertising, though, to say, hey, did you like the work I did last week? Well, for just $19.95, you can have this service once a week. There you go. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. But I love those cafes. And, and, uh, you know, the other thing is the tractor stores, you know, the IH dealer. Or well, they don't have those anymore. The case dealer or the got case. Oh yeah, yeah John Deere the, dealer. Case you know, Torgersons. You go in there uh, for coffee. And, you know, C and B farm equipments. All these other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So great times, great times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that reminds me. You know, um, looking back on it, you know, one of the most boring jobs I ever had. Looking back on it, it was one of the coolest jobs I ever had. It was just kind of a temporary job. My my aunt and uncle uh, owned some land really close to Fort Peck Lake and and so they were uh you know farming wheat on on this uh, plot of land and so uh so anyway I was I was back for the summer after my freshman year of college and so so but they had this this old tractor it wasn't like the fancy ones that you got now where you know you're listening to talk radio in your air-conditioned cab and and uh, the thing steering itself this was old school this is like you know the, the there was there was no cover overhead so you're just out there in the blazing sun and the dirt and and sweating but but man i'm on the edge of fort peck lake looking out over the horizon on what really is big sky country it's it's an incredible memory but you know sometimes you know when you'd rather be out on the lake itself you're thinking god i gotta go down another row and another row and another row but looking back like man just just sitting there and and going back and forth was it was an incredible opportunity yeah yeah i mean those are things that that uh i don't know they help build some character and they they uh they give you a lot of time to think <laughs> while That's you're right. out there but yeah I, and, I and it also reminds you check the oil check Every time. the oil before uh, you ever start anything check older the oil. tractors don't have a little uh uh warning light on them that's right you just have to check and make sure that it's in there that's so. right check it every time learned. you refuel every time before you start it yeah i've been there lessons i went to that learned. school and then and then gas up uh when it's done with oh and then when you want to go to the lake because you don't have to plow the field this time well uh, it's raining so you can't go to the lake so so oh. so then you know and then you're not plowing the field either so now aaron i don't know where you were but when it rained that's when we went to the lake 
We went water skiing. So oh, if we're okay. farming and it starts raining and we can't get in the field, that's the only time you can go. So we would go water ski in the rain on Lake Perry, Kansas. Oh, man. Yeah. That sounds, sounds sounds like a good time. Yeah. It stings a little bit, though. Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of water, this, you know, so it's funny how how uh, this whole deal can work here because sometimes you will spend hours preparing to talk about a topic and you'll spend the whole hour talking about a topic but then at the very end of the show you say one little thing and that one little thing is what generates uh, the follow-on conversation so at the tail end of the show last week you mentioned a story in the Yellowstone County News about the the Billings Heights water board and then after after I got an email and uh, and 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 the the and, and uh, the email said, "Hey, I, I heard that uh, I heard that David Noble brought up something this morning about the water board, and and uh, and it was disagreeing with my position." And I said, "Well, actually, it was uh, George Blackard, and actually, I think he actually said some things that you would probably agree with. But if you go back and listen to our Montana Talks podcast, you can listen for yourself, and then I'd love to get your take on it." Uh, and and then she did. She went back and she's like, "Oh wow!" She's like, "Hey, yeah." Yeah, that was great george blackard he was he was spot on and uh so she sent me like it wasn't word for word but sort of a transcription of what you had to say here my message for today is participate uh and anyway you were you were you know talking about how they didn't have a quorum but they claimed they had a quorum they're not following the the state law with regard to how many members need to be on the board but anyway i just I, I love – and then I, I mentioned, I said, hey, yeah, I haven't seen the story yet, but, you know, Jonathan McNiven and his team, they always do a great job. And yeah. so, so it, 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 that was a good example of sometimes even people that are listening to this show – that are hearing what you have to say, they hear it wrong, and then they're like, oh, this David Noble guy was attacking you on the radio. Uh, well, actually, it was uh, George Blackard, and actually he was agreeing with you. That's but, right. Uh, that's right. But well, she sent a very, very nice email afterwards. And that's yeah. the great thing now about being able to go back and listen to different segments on the app. You can go back, and you can listen for yourself. You know, it used to yep. be sometimes you and I'd be like, what, what did we talk about? What was that <laughs> we were talking right. about? Yeah, exactly. Especially on a Friday, we're like, all right. Right, let's just go grab a cigar. It's uh, <laughs> the week's over. Uh, but but really, this is it's fun to run the tape. It's fun to roll the tape. Oh wait wait wait. Let's say what. Let's show you what we said, and let's show you what they said, because we've been rolling the tape a lot over the last three years. Yeah. Russia collusion hoax. Oh. Who was right? Who was wrong? Shall we run the tape? COVID nineteen. Who was right? Who was wrong? Shall we run the tape for you? We could do this on a lot of things. That's right. We? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and if we're wrong, then eh, that's all right too. Just say, hey, you know what? Screwed up. Here's the, you know, here's the accurate information. Blah blah blah. But mainstream media isn't willing to do that anymore. They're just on to the next hoax. On to the next fake news. Download the free Upside app and use promo code SMART for $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code SMART. On Wednesday's Montana Talks, we had a great question from one of our listeners. Okay, the legislature and the governor are going to deliver tax relief to Montanans. But will we be taxed on the tax rebate checks? On Thursday, we had the answer. Hey, Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. That's one of the things I love about this show. Even if we don't have the answers, our listeners do. Plus, we got lawmakers that will reach out and fill us in. Montana Talks, the show where you get to talk statewide 9 to 10. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? 
No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thank you for talking. For its payoff is improved health. At Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, and online. Navage, NAV, AGE, Clean Nose, Healthy Life. This is where Montana talks ag with Lane Nordland. Well, it was a busy week in Washington, D.C. as I attended the National Potato Council's Washington Summit. But also this week, a House Select Committee on Strategic Competition between the U.S. and China held its first meeting titled the Chinese Communist Party's Threat to America. Representative Dan Newhouse of Washington sits on the committee and says China is one of the most significant markets for agriculture products for the United States, but their tariff and non-tariff trade barriers are difficult. Bottom line is China does not play by the global rules on trade. During the hearing, Representative Newhouse also discussed the concern that Chinese-based companies continue to buy agriculture land in the United States. And during the hearing, Newhouse asked former National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster to weigh in. I describe in, in my written testimony the three C's of co-option, coercion, and concealment. Co-opt by trying to build dependencies from U.S. agriculture on the Chinese market. And then, hey, once you're in, then to use that for coercive purposes. The commercial aspect of this is often tied to the United Front Work Department, an arm of the Ministry of State Security, which forms organizations that look innocuous, that promote U.S.-China dialogue and, and economic discourse in the area of agriculture in, in particular in the American heartland. Again, that was a hearing in the House of Representatives on China's threat to America's heartland. I'm Lane Northland. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana. Statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. You know, uh, George and I were chatting. Yeah, there's a number of different topics we can we can talk about, a number of different topics that we want to talk about here on this show, especially news of the day type stuff. Uh, some of the you know political issues that impact our first responders, our troops, and other great American patriots. Uh, phone lines are open for you as well. If you want to jump in on the conversation, 406-294-0970. But... Uh, George, it's been a while since we've done a flag protocol yeah. question. So there was a story on Fox News that, that I caught earlier this week, and I thought, I'm going to flag this story for a Freedom Friday. Uh, so we'll talk about that one in a second. But okay. for, first, this one came up. We had a potluck last week at the office. I love it when we do these office potlucks. And uh, and so anyway, and so everybody brings a dish, right? Uh, and And I grabbed a plain you know paper plate to put my food on and somebody joked around and i'm not virtue signaling here i was just but i i honestly was almost kind of laughing about it but i was like i thought of you i was like because uh, th- somebody they asked me they said aaron i would have thought that you would have used the american flag plate the plate with the american flag on it and i joked i was like i was like well i was afraid if i did so i'd be in violation of flag protocol and george blackard would call me out for it so uh, that was my question uh if you have a paper plate that and we and we're not going to criticize anybody if they do this god bless you if you know you know at the end of the day the the code is the code it's it's a guideline it's meant uh, out of respect but if people are just simply trying to show their love for america and they use a paper paper plate with the american flag on it god bless you we're, we're not attacking anybody who does it but but technically you, you were telling me during the break that is a violation of flag protocol yeah so flag code states that you will not use the u.s flag and i'm paraphrasing you will not use the flag or the image of the flag on anything that's disposable. So that would be napkins or paper plates or anything like that. And so 
so here's the thing. If it's got like stars and red and blue on it, but it obviously doesn't look like a flag, then you're okay. If it looks like a flag, if you look at it and you say that's a flag, then you should not use that. What if it doesn't identify as a flag? It looks like a flag. <laughs> Sorry, uh, in this it case, is a flag, but it doesn't identify as a flag. In this case, we don't we don't <laughs> we don't uh, align with that philosophy. That's so right. you either are or you aren't. Yeah, that's right. Well, that, that's good to know. And uh, and again, not not knocking anybody or judging anybody. And you know, you, you don't want to be that grouchy jerk at the barbecue. Hey, that's a violation of flag protocol. Who brought the American flag? Place? Don't yeah. be that guy. Don't it's be just, that. It's just one of those things that's nice to know. I think it's like, hey, why do we? have this flag protocol why do we have this flag code well it's about we want to honor and respect not just the flag but those who fought uh, and died uh, to defend her and so so that's why we have this there, but there, the story that caught my eye earlier this week and i thought oh i'm going to save that i was almost going to talk about it earlier this week but i'm like no george is the expert george uh, once <laughs> upon a time was the vice commander for the american legion in montana so he knows a thing or two you're uh, about about this type of stuff uh, but this was the headline that caught my eye Defense from foxnews.com defense department tells military personnel to stop jumping from planes with american flags in tow and i saw the headline i was like what but then when you read the story like oh no no i get i I get what they're saying here they're not saying do not jump do not parachute out of airplanes with an american flag what they're saying is do not jump unless unless your ground crew is prepared to catch that flag before it touches the ground and and that's the key and that's i thought the same thing you did when i saw that but you know everybody i think people have seen it when the uh parachutist comes out he's coming down chute opens and then this giant u.s flag trails out he drops a weight and it unfurls and then they come down and land in the stadium you know it's it's a pretty red cool lodge thing. rodeo uh, yeah. D- dana bowman has jumped in there uh, multiple yeah. times right yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly and so they just want to make sure they have the proper people on the ground to catch it before it touches the ground and 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 that's it and so here's the other thing so if a flag touches the ground you don't have to retire the flag or burn the flag or anything like that. They just don't want it to touch the ground. They want you to be uh, cognizant of what you're doing and respectful and not let it touch the ground. So And get there as quickly as possible, yeah. In fact, uh, I think you were at the same event I was at. It was funny. I, uh, I had a microphone, and I was telling the crowd, okay, here comes Dana Bowman, and he's jumping. This was at uh, Billings Flying Service, and he does this exact jump. It was at a Veteran Air Warriors uh, event, and the crowd is just Stunned, just amazed in summer and just tears watching him come down. And he's missing both of his legs from a parachute accident, and he's done thousands of jumps at this point. And so the crowd is just stunned and amazed in summer and tears watching this flag come down. That Then all of a sudden, it, it was the Medal of Honor recipient who's missing a hand, Leroy Petrie, who says... Everybody, get up here! Get this flag! I mean, he run, He's yeah. the first one on that tarmac, making sure that that flag doesn't touch the ground. And everybody's like, "Oh, oh yeah!" Oh. yeah and everybody's uh, rushing to pick it up. You know, exactly, exactly. And you know, you mentioned uh, Rob Petrie, right? He was an amazing. He's an amazing person. And yeah. You remember Young that guy? speech he gave? They said 
he he lost a hand to a hand grenade because he picked it up and threw it. And they said, well, would you do anything different? And he said, yeah, I'd use the other hand. Yeah. And then he'd come around to the crowd at, at the Billings Flying Service and he said, here, let me give you a hand. And he'd take his hand off and hand it to yeah. you. <laughs> it's a robotic He's a great hand. guy. Really cool guy. Really, really incredible American. He was an Army Ranger. Yeah, lost his hand in a, a grenade attack. All right, back in 60 seconds. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Chris Foster. Alec Murdoch's back in a South Carolina courtroom this morning facing 30 years to life in prison for his wife and son's murder. It took the jury under three hours to convict juror Craig Moyer. Everybody was pretty much talking. And about 45 minutes later, we, after all our deliberating, we figured it out. He was on ABC. President Biden says he would not veto legislation to overturn a Washington, D.C. crime bill. The District of Columbia City Council passed a new crime bill that would reduce some penalties and expand jury trials for misdemeanors. The mayor vetoed it once, but the council overrode the veto. Then more than 30 Democrats joined Republicans in the House, passing a resolution to undo the D.C. crime bill. President Biden tweeted he can't support certain elements of it. Fox Jessica Rosenthal, some House Democrats say the president's betraying them here. America's listening to Fox News. Yeah, George, we heard that headline there in the Fox News update about the, the Murdoch, Murdoch, Murdoch. They've heard it pronounced three different ways, that trial out in uh, uh, the Carolinas. Uh, yeah, but uh, man, you know, I had heard about this. I had heard about these murders. Uh, basically, he's now been convicted. Uh, he's now been declared guilty uh, uh, for killing his own wife and his own son. And I remember the story in itself was shocking enough. You know, this prominent lawyer. Uh, but. But there's a three-part, I think it's a three-part series on Netflix now that goes into the backstory on this family and and his kids, and it will blow you away because uh, it's it's a shocking enough story. But when you see just how 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 evil and corrupt this guy and and by extension his family uh, appear to be, man, it'll just it's crazy. Yeah, it it is a crazy story, and it's uh, you know that's power power corrupts and and they certainly <laughs> had a lot of power money and power yeah and, and that's what that's what this this series kind of uh, you know lays out um uh his his son basically was drunk driving uh a boat yep. and and they tell this story and basically kills this young lady and and they talk about how they were able to use their money and their power to really try to cover it all up and then they come there's another uh you know kid that went missing that they think maybe one his other son was responsible for murdering and it's just like oh man and i thought the same thing you did is the, the you know money and power and the corruption and uh I, I heard somebody on one of the national news, I forget where I heard this at, but they said, well, well, this shows that uh, no matter how much money and power you have, that you will be held accountable. It was like, yeah, but how much had to happen before he was finally held accountable, right? Exactly. That's, uh, that's it. You know, and so it, and it's, it's kind of like, like what's going on right now, and, and not to compare, you know, any of these politicians necessarily to this Murdoch uh, character, but, but again, look at all of the, the national news, look at the international foreign policy news, look at China. China and COVID-19. How much do they have to do? How much do they have to get away with before they're held accountable? Exactly. And so that was one of the topics I wanted to talk about today, too, is power and corruption. I'm sure you saw the story about Senator Hawley grilling the Attorney General Garland because the FBI staged a raid on a father and mother with seven kids because they're pro-life. Mm -hmm. They sent agents in 
with, like he said, long guns. So they went there with rifles, tactical gear, to arrest the father of this family with seven kids. They didn't go out and commit any crimes. They didn't do anything uh, terroristic or anything like that. But the FBI sure did, and the attorney general did, and they went to this house. The guy had already said, hey, I'll give up. I'm, I'm, I'm not against you. And they still raided his house, screaming, yelling, guns, Political waving. intimidation. They wanted yeah. to send a message. They wanted to send the chilling message all across America. You dare disagree with our political agenda. You dare peacefully protest outside of a, an abortion facility, and we will go after you with... $45 million in tax relief. That's just the amount of money that's going to Yellowstone County, Montana residents. That's how much money you'll be able to keep in your pocket here locally. Gallatin County, almost $50 million. Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. That's some of the latest details we got out of Governor Greg Gianforte. Check out that story on our Montana Talks website, or better yet, if you've got the Montana Talks app on your smartphone, you'll see it right there. Uh, plus, more details to follow. Four. He is not squishy, and he is definitely not a journalist. He is Dan Bongino, and you can hear him each weekday, 10 to 1, on News Talk 103.3 and AM 970. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right, Freedom Friday, George Blackard in the house, sticking around with us uh, here. George, you want to stick around for the rest of the hour? Sure, why not? All right, perfect. Yeah, why not? It's Freedom Friday. Uh, we got some callers on the line as well here, 406-294-0970, the number for you. First up, Steve in Ballantyne. What's going on, Steve? Morning, guys. Morning. Okay, Morning. Yes, yesterday, apparently, the Justice Department and a judge said it was okay for uh, Trump can't can't hide underneath the uh, Protection Act of being president. But anyways, that 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 the public, you know, people, anyone related to anyone that got injured at the riot, whatever they want to say, um, they could sue. Okay, sue Trump for for damages. Okay. But isn't it kind of funny that since we've got control of the House, you don't hear no more about the Justice Department, you know, where Liz Cheney and Kinzinger said that uh, they recommend uh, going after Trump. Well, they're not doing that. So by saying that, we already know there's implants from the FBI in the riot crowd, okay, and Antifa. So if if Jim Jordan and the people in our house actually say it was a big farce, it was set up and everything, Mm-mm. what's going to happen with the people that are saying, well, I'm going to sue? I mean, they, they can't sue if the, if the government was involved in it. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, and so you make a really good point here, which is, oh, now they're trying to figure out another way to go after Donald Trump because they lost control of the House of Representatives. So Liz Cheney's out, Adam Kinsey, the never Trumpers are out. And so now they're looking for some other absurd way to go after Trump for some absurd uh, nonsense. And, uh, you know, when when Steve was telling the story, first off, Steve, thanks for the call. George, when uh, Steve was uh, telling that story, I, I thought, God, that was fast. How long 
did the 9-11 victims' families have to wait before they were told that they could sue the Saudi government? Right. Uh, What, 20-plus years? But, but, oh, you want to sue Donald Trump? Oh, yeah, yeah, here, here, go ahead. Here you go. That's true. But here's, here's one reason why suddenly some of this isn't as important as it was. Because the people in Congress realize that they're going to have a problem with our current president. So they can't hold one guy to a certain standard knowing that the next guy broke laws too and did a lot of shady stuff. And so they're kind of setting that up to where, you know what, we better not push that because they could push that on our guy too. And believe me, it's going to happen. Well, and like what Steve referenced there about the FBI had operatives that were basically taking part in January 6th, that were basically trying to make January 6th happen. If you read the story of Ray Epps, why do you think the Democrats and the media were, were so mad that Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy is releasing the January 6th surveillance footage to the media, to the public, vis-a-vis Tucker Carlson. They don't want the tapes to come out. Why don't they want the tapes to come out? They don't want the truth to come out, just like they don't want the truth to come out about COVID-19. In fact, George, I know you heard this clip. Peter Ducey, the White House uh, correspondent for Fox News, was uh, was questioning this John Kirby character, who is the uh, he's the uh, the fill-in uh, uh, spokesperson at the White House when Corinne Jean-Pierre can't answer questions. And Peter Ducey asked this question. You know, we, you and I were talking about how you know they're letting China get away with all this stuff. When is China finally going to be held accountable? Just like it took forever for this murder guy to be held accountable. FBI director saying most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. If, if a foreign country came to the United States and killed 1.1 million Americans with guns, would the president just let that slide? Nobody's letting anything slide. That's why the president wants the intelligence community to work so hard to, to get to, hopefully, to get some, to some answers that, uh, that we can rely on. Right now, there's just no consensus. Uh, it's hard to take a look at what the president has done here in terms of declassifying and making public information already, in terms of the constant and consistent briefings to members of Congress in a classified and unclassified setting in just recent weeks on what the origins of COVID I, were. Okay, I keep waiting for John. John Kirby to actually say something significant there. (laughs) You know, we've got a president of the United States who will attack uh, Americans as ultra mega MAGA supporters who will send in, like, as you pointed out, the FBI with long guns, armed agents to to intimidate and harass a peaceful uh, uh, family, a Catholic family that was peacefully protesting an abortion facility. But China responsible for COVID-19 and so much more. And, oh, well, well, you know, we're working on it, George. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing that we're learning. Our FBI is, uh, it needs to be revamped. Um, so they embed people in these groups. We know that. Which is a nice way of putting it, right? Right. <laughs> we, we know there was people there and they were urging people to commit crimes so that they had something there. Same thing. They asked uh, Senator Hawley, asked the attorney general when he was talking about the raid on the family, the Catholic family. He says, how many FBI agents are embedded in the Catholic church? And he says, I can't. I don't know how many. Oh, he didn't say there aren't any. He Spying said, on the Catholic Church. I don't know how many. And, and as David Noble pointed uh, out a couple weeks ago on this show as well, they, the FBI sent out a memo. The Merrick Garland Justice Department sent out a memo 
targeting Catholics. Yeah, and it's it, today it's Catholics, tomorrow's it's Methodists. It's it, it. We should be so up in arms about this, letting everybody know that we're not going to stand for. But this. see, yesterday when it was Muslims, the Democrats were outraged about it. Liberals right. like liberals like John Tester hated the fact that the Patriot Act was being used to spy on uh, the Muslim community. But now that the Catholics are being spied on and and guns drawn inside their home to haul peaceful protesters, John Tester, silence, yeah, nothing. But, you know, this is nothing new. Do you remember Alien Gonzalez? Yeah, oh yeah. You remember that deal? I mean, you, the front page newspaper, that poor boy crying and an FBI agent there with tactical gear. The goggles and, on. And, and, yeah. yeah. So this is nothing new, but we need to rein the FBI in. This is ridiculous. Somebody needs to do it. Yeah, I think I was in D.C. when all that was going on. I feel like I remember running into you know, one of the family members in the hallway of the Capitol or something like that. But I don't know. I've been around too long now at this point. I'm getting old. Uh, Tim and Billings next up on the phone lines. What's going on, Tim? Morning, gentlemen. Uh, so when that uh, living Muppet, Merrick Garland, I think if he was a Muppet, they would call him uh, Barry the Bumbling Barrister. You know, that would be his, his name if he was a Muppet, which he, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you can look at that guy and not think he should be on the Muppet show. But anyways, um, when he's up there talking about how they can't find people who do, do these things at night because it's at nighttime and it's much harder. And, and, and that's why they're able to find these people during the day from January 6th. Uh, I, it's, it's all a dog and pony show. And I know that, I know we like to, I know we like as conservatives to bring up, hey, why, why hasn't anybody been prosecuted over all these riots where the people who may have just set foot on the Capitol grounds got arrested and are being held without due process? Well, you have to look at the prosecuting attorneys mm-hmm. in these liberal cities who funded these attorneys that aren't going to press charges against people who burned buildings, beat people up, all this other stuff. They're funded by George Soros. Exactly. When that, when that preacher wasn't, didn't have charges pressed against him by the local government, or the state government, it then took a George Soros-funded federal government to go after him. George Soros is a bigger problem than all of the liberals combined because he is able to fund all these wackadoos out there. Yeah, and he's funding the wackadoos in Montana as well. You got this Soros-funded outfit, uh, Montana Budget and Policy Center, something like that, some hokey name, all funded by George Soros to go in, and then they get they get quoted in Montana news outlets as if they have some, as if they're some independent, credible organization. They're not. They're some phony left-wing political shell. It's ash. Astroturf. It's phony, but the liberal media and the Lee newspapers and their Capitol Bureau will give these people lots of print uh, publication. George Blackard, your thoughts? You know, I, I, I think <laughs> I the wrong mic on. I agree. The uh, the press gives them all the attention that they want, the way they want it. And you know, if, if we had a press that was honest and just reported news then a lot of this stuff couldn't go on because they'd be shining a light on it all the time. But that's not what we have. They so, would point out the hypocrisy. Yeah, and they, they would. would. say, hey, you know, yeah. yeah, but they don't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
this story was a funny story. I've been saved. I marked this one again. I put FF Freedom Friday. I put this story nice. aside. Uh, Military Times had this story earlier in the week. Troops discharged after refusing COVID vaccine can now rejoin. You know, George, we kicked you to the curb. We spit in your face. Uh, we went after you. We punished you. But now they're like, oh, hey, George, you can come back now. Uh, George, do you want to come back over for the to our party? We're at, we've got cake. We've got American flag plates with cake on it if you want to come. There you go. They didn't think that one through, Aaron. I'm telling you. So. <laughs> You know, they so they get rid of all these people because they're trying to prove a point with COVID, right? But they can't get enough people to join to meet any kind of numbers anyway. So it just shows you how ridiculous our government is. Yeah, and, and now they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, but hey, George, uh, we, we're, we're pretty sure that Joe Biden's about to gotta get us into World War III. So we could really use a few good men or er, women. And women. Uh, gender XYZ. Uh, uh, see, you got me at that nonsense. I'm out. Fox News commentary. Texas high school students raise a quarter million dollars so their 80 year old janitor could retire. This is the story we needed today. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. Stay on top of the latest forecast with America's weather team in the palm of your hands. Here's the latest from America's Weather Center. It's Fox weather updates throughout your busy day, every day. Five inches of rain by tomorrow. Temperatures being 30 degrees above average. Put the power of over 100 meteorologists and the worldwide resources of Fox in your hands with the Fox Weather Podcast. Precise, personal, powerful. Subscribe and listen now at foxnewspodcasts.com. The headlines are filled with stories of young people behaving badly, but this story out of Texas is a welcome change of pace. After their 80-year-old janitor, Mr. James, was forced out of retirement due to a rent increase, students at his North Dallas area high school started a TikTok campaign to raise money for his retirement. The fund for Mr. James is now well over $250,000. Mr. James is far from the only senior facing this reality. According to the Bureau of Labor and Statistics, by 2030, the number of Americans 75 and older in the workforce is expected to grow by nearly 90 no elderly American should have to work themselves to the grave to afford basic necessities. Our country has failed older generations and out of control inflation is only making matters worse. It's Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold and Silver Studios, trusted by the Northwest, Montana owned. Online at grizzlygoldandsilver.com. Montana is talking here. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. All right. Yeah, uh, George, I was I was going to maybe play some of the audio, but it, it goes on uh, pretty at length here. But uh, but this was interesting, you know, uh, talking about the uh, the woke uh, insanity that's going on in this country right now. So uh, Brooke Hudson, you probably know Brooke and, and Luke Hudson. They're, they're incredible. In fact, I just saw that. What, what's cool about about this uh, husband and wife team is you'll see them at school board meetings fighting for kids and parents. And oh, teachers. they're great. People. You'll see them on Twitter fighting uh, for the community. But then you see them at the orchestra concert last yeah. night, too. They're cheering on the kids and cheering on the school. They they do what all of us should do a little bit of, right? I mean, they're involved. They're paying attention, and, and they're involved. And if everybody was involved a little bit, things would be different. But, you know, what would I know? Because I'm just, I don't know. Some people might call me a Republican gun-toting sailor with tattoos. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, so don't listen to me. But and spinach hanging out of your mouth. That, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. But I, I do like them, and I appreciate everything. They yeah. Do. Anyway, Brooke had shared this video on Twitter. This was from a school board meeting in Billings where a, a uh, an, an employee 
was complaining to the school board because uh, she, and I might be misgendering here, but uh, sorry, just going off, uh, you know, what we can go off of here. She was complaining that they didn't get to post these pro-LGBTQIA-RSTLNE whatever posters and this sexualized content on the walls. And she was complaining, well, this state law doesn't allow them to post this sexual material and they have to give parents a heads up. And so anyway, this this uh, employee was complaining because because she says, well, we should be able to talk about all this other sexuality stuff because, you know, you might have a, a sign that says Mr. Blackard or Mrs. Blackard. If you're able to talk about gender, then we should be able to talk about all this other genders and all this other sexuality. So completely absurd. And you can just tell there are so many lost people out there. It's, it's kind of sad when you really think about it. it. It really is. And, you know, that that's how we got to where we are because somebody at one point said, oh, you're right on something like this and then now look where we are it's insane but why is everything that that these uh trans activists do why is it so sexualized why do they want we've talked about the books and the things like that one book that was in schools that they wanted they said you know hey kids before you take naked pictures of yourself and post them to the internet there's a whole group of people out here that's here for you yeah 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 but they were they were encouraging encouraging it yeah Yeah. so why is that i don't understand why they do it that way yeah hey uh i know we only got a couple of minutes left here this is kind of a cool story and i think uh uh, your marine corps friend said it's okay to talk about he gave you permission to talk yeah can use his last name talk about this on the radio so uh you know everybody knows i went through billings last diet and i do my once a month check-in uh but we've got another friend who who said hey you know what i I need to lose some weight i'm gonna go try out this program that aaron and george have been talking about so a friend of yours uh, went to billings last diet already seeing incredible results oh yeah in his first week uh well a little over a week i think it was he lost uh just under 12 pounds 11 something and the thing that he said and and i told him this would happen too is i said your joints are going to feel better you're going to have less aches and pains and Mm -hmm. and that's the first thing he told me he goes man i haven't my joints haven't felt this good forever in just the first week or so and yeah really yeah and well let's call it a couple weeks and so that not eating all that sugar and not eating all those carbs and things it does make a difference if your knees hurt your elbows hips shoulders this can help well and yeah that's a good point because what we know is that if you get too many carbs car everybody needs carbs but if you get too much uh carbs it it causes bloating which is what inflammation well what does inflammation do it causes uh aches and things like that yeah well that that's awesome to hear yeah because like i mean we had another uh one of our marine corps listeners and he actually called into the show so that's why i'll use his name owen and bill called in he, he called in one day just out of the blue he said he said i i was able to fit into my dress blue uniform again Ooh. you wow. know and he's a truck driver but he you know he, he's even even you know driving truck all day and all week long he was able to lose the weight because of what he learned in billings last diet so uh yeah billingslastdiet.com is the website they've even got a remote option for those of you that are uh, uh, further out of town or or in, in other places across montana george great to see you as always 30 seconds to go what do you want to tell folks hey you know there's a lot of stuff going on up in helena right now get online look up the bills that they're talking about trying to pass they're important they can affect you uh you know be involved pay attention and and uh love your neighbor that's right george great to see you uh jerry in livingston sorry i didn't get to you before we ran out of time but we do have more time for you to talk coming up in the eight o'clock hour so you can stand by or call back in whichever you prefer 
Hey, if you're heading to the Home Improvement Show, you can register to win two pints of beer to Thirsty Street Brewing, compliments of Newman Restoration, and two $5 gift cards to the Montana Melt Food Truck, compliments of Montana Melt. You'll also be registered for the grand prize drawing for an interior-exterior window cleaning plus bonus dryer vent cleaning, courtesy of Alpine Window Clean. Register by sending us a message on the Montana Talks app. Send us a message for your chance to win. Broadcasting from the Grizzly Gold.